from that meal. Oh, you got. You know what that's called? The itis. Well, I, yeah, that's the, like the famous one, but we call it voning. Voning. Like, um, you know, a gavon. Oh, gavon, you boy. <laughs> so, so, so you just overvoned. Over. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that sounds super Italian. I'm sweating garlic now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo, you overvone. Overvone, I feel it. And what you are, if you overvone often, you're called a vony. A vony? Yeah. <laughs> Is this like um, a massive peak with term? It's just because I've thing. never heard this from anybody else. <laughs> no, it's just a thing my friends. It's the itis. It's my friends and I say like, oh, I overvone. Overvone. Or you're voning, like you want to vone out. It sounds sexual. Yeah. It does not sound like a food icon. Yeah. No. This is all, it's pipe. I got a voner. <laughs> yeah, you have a voner, exactly. Does that mean I'm like on the verge to eat too much? Yeah. Are you getting a voner? Oh, I'm going to vone. I'm going to vone. <laughs> I'm going vone. Oh. And I'm a vone hard. All right, we right, let's call this girl up. Right. Woman, actually. Sue Phillips. Sue Phillips. Sue Flay Phillips. I can't stop thinking about food now. Let's see. Let's see what this is about. Hello. Oh, sorry. I I called you on the video. I'll call you back on the sound one only. It's okay. Oh, that's all right. I'll call you right back because we can't okay. really see you. All right. Oh, okay. Bye. All right. <laughs> Why did it do that? <laughs> sound. She was probably expecting so much more, and all she got is a fan. But we are, ha, that made a joke, because we're fans. But, all right, well, this is going to be a long podcast. Let's see if this works. Should work. Oh, my gosh. Jewel me. Hold on, I got to get this to work. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Let me pause this. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Okay, how are you? Good. Yeah. Sue, right? Yes. <laughs> you getting the feedback? Can you hear us well? Um, yes. Who else is on? Oh, this is Joey. Hello, how are you? This is my co-host. Hi. How are you? Nice to meet you, Sue. Thank you. Nice to meet you, too. Do you have us on... Um. Oh, no. There you go. It was echoing before. Now it stopped. Yeah, we're good oh, now. Okay. All right, cool. Um, so how's it going? How's your day going so far? You said oh you just my got gosh. home. I have, you know, for a supposed holiday, I was so busy today. Um, I, interesting enough, some people, I, I had seen a note on PR Zars that this couple who were going to get married and have this huge reception had to basically forfeit it because of Hurricane Harvey. And, mm. um, somebody posted on social media, you know, they've given up their deposit and they've donated it to the hurricane victims and they're looking, and if, if anybody wants to do anything nice, so I said, okay, I'd make a, a donated custom fragrance experience for them. They came to New York and they were so excited to make their fragrance and to commemorate their wedding because unfortunately they didn't have a reception because they gave it up because they donated the monies to the hurricane victims. So just fun. I did an event for them. Wow. That's amazing, Sue. That's yeah, good. That's just, 
That's people great. really like that. So I, I felt that I'd done a good deed today. You did. It's gonna come back around. I'm a big I'm a big uh, believer in karma and how and uh, little things that work like that, and it's going Absolutely. good. But for the people who don't know who who you are, so tell us a little more about yourself and what uh what you essentially do for a living. Well, okay, and thank you for the opportunity of doing this with you. I'm very excited. Oh, of course. So um, I, in a nutshell, I am a entrepreneur. What All right. That? Yeah, I was just gonna ask. <laughs> I am an entrepreneur who loves fragrance, and I uh, am very much. You know, uh, passionate, passionate, passionate perfumista. So I trademark entrepreneur. But basically, what I do is I do really interesting events with fragrance and create custom fragrances. And my background started, um, as you can tell, I have an accent. <laughs> yeah, um, man. Just I'm noticed from, that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm originally. I like to say to people, I'm from those very deep south, and they say Alabama. They don't hear a draw on you, so they get they get. So I'm actually from South Africa. Oh, wow. And um, I was a singer and an actress as a young girl, and I wanted to pursue that career. But I left South Africa. I didn't really like the politics there. And so I came to America. And because I was able to stand up in front of people and speak, uh, when I got a job at Elizabeth Arden, they thought I'd be great in training. And so that was sort of the start of my career in the cosmetics industry. I traveled around the country and I did training seminars for the people behind the counter, uh, teaching them about fragrance and motivation and selling techniques and so on. And then I landed up in marketing and then from Elizabeth Arden, I went to Lancome, marketing director, and then from there to Tiffany as vice president of marketing. So oh, wow, I, that's amazing. So it's been I a long journey so far and it, it seems like you have so much more to go. Well, and then I started my own business. I had my daughter, and I started my own business. And I, I called my company name um, Centerprises. I love uh, it. Yeah. I think that's genius. The alliteration with, with Cent and Centerprises and Cent too. And so, you know, what I've done is I've really, um, and uh, when I started my company, I was doing um, branding and product development and marketing for Avon and Burberry's and Trish McAvoy and really developed their brands. And then about seven years ago, I saw the whole custom fragrance sort of emerging because celebrity fragrances were starting to proliferate. Every single celebrity had a fragrance. And the feeling was, oh, there's so many out there that none of them are very distinctive. And so having a sort of South African English background the term bespoke was very, very, um, you know, meaningful to me. And not too many people in America know the term bespoke. Now they do. And it meant customization. So I started customization and I started custom fragrances. And now I have a perfumery in Manhattan and I create custom fragrances for men and women and corporations. And I've done a fragrance for Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes, wow. Zendaya, Snooki. Last <laughs> weekend in L.A. with... Um, at the Emmys Awards for Susan Sarandon. So I like to make the world smell good, guys. Yeah. We love it. We can actually smell you through here. It <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> no, it's 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 really cool, you know, because I, I, I really believe in that idea, too, that, you know, like you said, there's a lot of celebrities out there that have 
their own fragrance and you know everyone who has some money you know can just can make a scent for themselves so it it kind of brings it back like why can't everybody do that you know why do you have to have millions of dollars and be on a on a poster to get your own smell yeah to have your own smell and people also like I don't know, I noticed this, and I don't know if anybody else noticed this, but, like, everybody already kind of has their own distinct smell. Does that kind of come into play when you're doing the scents? Well, yes, because actually everybody does have, you know, their own body chemistry, and with your body chemistry, uh, it will affect the fragrance somewhat. So people who are very, let's say, who have sallow skin, uh, sallow uh, skin, and are very maybe darker, complected, or with um, a lot of oil in their bodies, will have a different, the fragrance will have a different effect on somebody who might have a lot of dry skin and who might be very fair. And so fragrance doesn't last as long on somebody who has drier skin than somebody who might have an oilier skin. Mm. And then the fragrance will be affected by your own body chemistry. Now, is it kind of like an ancestry kind of thing where you have to, like, take a swab of someone's, like, do they have to have, like, how do I essentially get that body chemistry? Do you have to take, like, a, a sample of me? Or, like, how does how does that work on, on getting my scent? Well, you can, you can certainly do that. I know that, I think there is one company that does that to try and do a, a whole DNA thing. But, you know, what, what, what we've done, we've made it a little bit more sort of, um, We've simplified it. You know, when you go to a store and you try a fragrance, you really don't know what's in there. You don't know all the notes and all the ingredients. It could be as many as 150 ingredients in there, but you really don't know. What you finally evaluate and what you select becomes something that you like when you initially spray. We call that the top notes, and then it warms to your body chemistry, and it becomes the middle notes come out, and then what is long long lasting are the the deeper darker sort of base notes so fragrances have a construction what you smell in the beginning might not be the same as what you smell in the end oh yeah that's definitely true a a cologne will smell way different when you first put it on and then at the end of the day it smells like vinegar or something it must be also a healthier way too because you know since you're doing tailoring at someone's body like i'm sure i've never had this problem because i'm not allergic to anything but maybe people with allergies who are kind of pr- like prone to other things like you could probably be in in the mall and someone spritz something from you and you don't even know what kind of allergic reaction you can probably yeah, you get, get a to rash it. that's happened well you know it's interesting because i've been in the fragrance industry many many years i've never heard more comments or complaints about fragrances giving ad- headaches and allergies than i have in the last five or six years oh and something's going on reason, yeah the reason for that i believe is that honestly there are so many fragrances being launched and so many of these celebrity fragrances being launched that a lot of people are having allergies and allergic reactions because the quality is not great. And very know, diluted, like I'm wine sure. Wine or headache, you know, with wine or champagne. If you drink cheap wine or cheap champagne, <laughs> you'll get a big, big headache. What could be but, in those fragrances that causes a rash, though, that, like that they're putting in there well, now? Sometimes it could be certain chemicals, certain um, synthetic ingredients. I'm not saying all synthetics are bad. A lot of synthetics are really wonderful, fine quality. Mm-hmm. But you know, think about think about this when you. Um, a big bottle of lemon pledge, um, maybe cost nine dollars and ninety-five cents, but it's a huge bottle. 
So how much of a good quality fragrance can you get in there versus a fragrance that might be a half ounce that costs $150? Yeah, because it's quality, so, quality, not quantity. Exactly. So, you know, I just feel that it's really important. Uh, my whole mission is to take fragrance out of the bottle and to create magical, beautiful, custom fragrances for people drop by drop. And I do that through experiences, through events, through entertaining, educational workshops, seminars. Did you say entertaining? I love, I love the like, I love it. Like that's how I know that you are a very successful businesswoman because of the creativity behind everything that you say. Because I catch myself, I'm a little entrepreneur myself, and so is Joe. But we all, I always catch myself being creative in a sense where I'm just making up things. But it's not made up. You trademarked that, so that's yours. Like you know what I mean. I trademarked enterprises, enterprises, I love it. Entrepreneurs, <laughs> That's um, amazing. Yeah, I, I think I think it's 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 crazy, but you know, I just I, that's how I think. I really think in terms of multi-sensory experiences, and you know, it's interesting because I don't know. Do you guys wear cologne at all? Oh yeah, I love I love I'm more of a Burberry guy myself. Like you said, I love Burberry Brit and Calvin Klein. Uh huh. Yeah. And Joe, what about you? I haven't worn cologne in like a few years, but I w- used to be pretty big on it. You should. He smells pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I smell him from here. <laughs> I usually just go with deodorant and then I don't really put a cologne on, but I don't know. I'm not opposed to it. Now, that's another thing that I just thought about that you brought that up. Is there now, is there something that you would ever want to expand into with like when it comes to maybe like other type of cosmetic products like shampoos or like you know what i mean like sure. can you see yourself maybe down the line making your your own custom like bed and bath and body work kind of sense for just yes, dedicated well, to one person that, yeah you know that is one of my that is one of my strategies to really expand my business and, you know right now customization is very much at the forefront and everybody loves their own custom fragrance but you know just the way most trends shift and they change you know, maybe in four or five years, everybody will have had a custom fragrance, and now they want the next best or the newest thing. So one of the things that, you know, one of my initiatives is to, once I've sort of explored and expanded my whole custom fragrance business, and really start to think about a Sue Phillips collection of fragrances. Yeah. And they will be very authentic, and they will also have a lot of resonance with me in terms of certain certain initiatives that I feel strongly about and I want to do sort of some social causes where I'll develop a brand, it'll be a beautiful fragrance for men and women, but it will also have social relevance and it'll really help. So for instance, one of them is Alzheimer's because fragrance and memory are very related. Wow. Of course, and, wow. You know, with your, about your sense of smell, um, you, you know, you lose your sense of taste, you also have memory is very much an integral part of fragrance because fragrance mm-hmm. figures memory and emotions so you know i i feel that um and i've done a lot of work in the area of alzheimer's fundraising initiatives my mother had a wonderful she was a wonderful artist and unfortunately at the end of her life she got dementia and i saw the horrible ravages of alzheimer's so mm. if you look at her website she had a website www.2marvelous4words, the number 2, marvelous4words.com. And she was an amazing artist from South Africa, and at the end of her life, she couldn't even hold this paintbrush. So mm. she 
me it's so sad, but I think because fragrance has so many memories, you know, fragrance and memories are so related and so triggered. Yeah. Anytime you touch any of those five senses, I feel like you're yeah. bringing, you're bringing yeah. something back, someone back somewhere, which is an amazing gift, like you're doing, not, not like, you know, some people might think, oh, you're just making sense, but you're really doing so much more than that with the customization of it, which right. I think is really too cool. Now, coming off of your creative side, do you get to like, since you're, you know, you have this, you're the centric and all the all this stuff. Do you get to name? Does everyone get like their own personal name for their for their scent? Like do you, like for example, yeah, like I, I was gonna like, just say, walk me through. Like I come in and I want a scent. I want my own. What what are the steps? Okay, so the first step is I talk to you and I ask you, you know, what kind of fragrances do you like? And typically people don't really know. So I give you a scent personality quiz. Oh, amazing. Awesome. I was, and, oh, I need to take and this. And actually, you could actually take it online and then I'll, I'll make a fragrance for you guys. Oh, so that'd be awesome. You take the scent quiz at, uh, on my website, uh, centarium.com, centerprises.com. Just find the tab that says take your scent personality quiz. And based on your answers, I can tell whether you like fresh or floral or woodsy or oriental. Wow. And it's a lifestyle personality quiz, so it's really all about your lifestyle, but nothing to do with fragrance. But based on your answers, it's very revealing. And then I, I, all I need to know is, is, it, is your fragrance for a man or for a woman? And then I create your fragrance for you. So at, at my studio, at my perfumery, the Centarium, uh, people take their personality quiz and then uh, we reveal what the answers are and then I actually take you on a fragrance journey and evaluate all the 18 beautiful perfume blends we have which span the entire olfactor palette like we start with the top notes which are all the lovely fresh bright citrus sparkling notes and then we go into the middle notes which are the florals the spicy and fruity notes and then we go into the deep dark sort of base notes which are the warmer smoldering woodsy, ambery, and musky notes. Mm. And based on your response and based on your preferences, you select three or four out of the 18 you've selected, and then you create your own. And then you get to name it. Oh, amazing. Choose the bottle, and then you fill out the registration card. So I keep your formula in my database. And then when you want to reorder it, I have your formula. And voila, there's your customer. So I have to ask, off the top of your head, like, what are some of the best fragrance names that you've had people make? Like, ones that stuck out that, that you know, you got to... Stick with you. Yeah, that stick with you. That kind of gave you a chuckle or, or, like, we're like, oh, that's something clever. I should market that myself. <laughs> you mean, what are some... I'm, like I'm a name. Yeah, like a name of some of the fragrances oh, yeah. that your customers well, have, have gave. Today, today, that was sweet. The guy, Robert, pulled his fragrance that he made for his with his bride, Ever Hours, which is sweet. She called hers Matrimony. Ah, um, that's obviously, nice. I just got married. Um, I've had a woman who, uh, she came from Russia, and she became a U.S. citizen, so she called hers Miss Independence. Ah, that's awesome. Uh, I've had men and women who uh, have gotten together, they got divorced, and they, they called theirs, she called hers Transition. Mm -hmm. Um I've had men call theirs all kinds of names. <clears throat> they probably get so ridiculous, yeah. like something Sex Panther or something yeah. like that. And then I had a mother and daughter once, and 
they called this don't tell pa. I said, what do you mean don't tell pa? I said, when we go out and we're together and we spend a lot of money, we don't tell pa. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. That's a great one. See, that's fun. I think it's also funny too when you say it like that is that, you know, people – Usually when you think of fragrances, you think of like gifts for, you know, family or friends or like stocking stuffers for mm. stuff like that. I feel like it, it might be kind of dangerous when you do this personality test if you're giving it for someone else because you have to really know the person, yeah. the person who you're or you're giving it to because then they're going to be like, this smells nothing like what I want to smell like. Yeah, like they'll like it you no know, matter yeah, what. Yeah, right? You, like, get, you get someone a custom cologne or perfume, they're going to love that, you know, yeah. with and their you, name they, in it. Their name in it. Yeah, we you know what I mean? Yeah. That's so awesome. Serendipity. You know, what's, what's so much fun is that uh, I always like to say to people, why wear what everybody else wears when you can wear your own? Exactly. And, and now, you know, with the way we've done it with technology, it's so much easier. For instance, it used to be, you know, the turn of the century and last you know, 100 years ago, everything was bespoke. Everything was very expensive and custom fragrances, you know, the royalty, Napoleon traveled with his own perfumer. You know, in the 17th century, they actually had perfumers in their royal court. Well, that's because, number one, they had to overcome the body odors, but they oh, also had beautiful fragrances. But then it's sort of, in the 18th, 19th century, people, the idea of a custom fragrance was very, very um, uh, sought after by royalty of the very wealthy and very famous people. So it used to be $100,000 to $200,000. It used to take six months to a year to make a fragrance because the perfumers had to start from scratch. But now, because so many fragrances can be sort of not even mass-produced, but kind of mass-produced, it's a way of creating your own. When I started mine, it took me four years to create all my 18 different perfume blends. And I spent a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of money on the actual materials because the ingredients. From so wow! So you made these yourself when you started out, like all yeah. all your own, like you're like your own like mad scientist? scientist, yeah, like mad scientist, mad scientist. I worked in the lab, and we now have eighteen beautiful perfumes and beautiful perfume blends. How many employees do you have uh, working in the in the labs now? Well, it's no, I I, I work with a, a lab, so it's just me and the perfumers and the technicians. Wow. You're very hands-on, which is amazing. That's what makes you a centerpreneur. Well, yes, because, you know, the reason being, because I think quality is so important. Um, I just feel that, you know, if you're going to do something custom and you want to create something in a really beautiful way, you want the fragrance to reflect who they are. And so the quality is really important for me. And so we've had an amazing response. We've, since I started seven years ago, um, I've created about 16,000 custom fragrances. Wow. Basically, at events or one-on-ones or corporate events, team-building events, bridal showers, mother-daughter events. And the response has been great. And we've really had very beautiful, high-quality fragrances. I've never had one person complain of headaches or allergies with my fragrances. Oh, no, I can never see. Do you now, now do you remember the first person who ever got in a scent from you? Definitely. I rem- I'll tell you, I remember the first date where the first time where I was, and I did it at a restaurant in New York City, and I actually had about 15 or 20 people, and four of them were my friends who had come to support me, and it was a little harrowing, and I made fragrances for those people, and 
I still have those friends in my life today who have reordered a few times because they love the fragrance. And uh, that was in 2009. My first seminar was actually November 22nd, 2009. Yeah, you remember the date. It's a long, yeah, it's been a long journey. Yeah, and since then I've, I've, you know, I've traveled around the country. As I said, I've created, um, I I love doing team building events because companies never really think about a team building event with fragrance. No, definitely not. Mm -mm. The interesting thing is that because fragrance is so tied into memory, that once they've done the team building event, every time the people wear the fragrance that they've created, they'll be thinking of the corporation or the company or the host that sponsored it. So it's a double, it's a double, you know, sort of um, positive experience yeah. because they yeah. created it the time and then they, every time they wear it, they are recreating and re, you know, instilling and invigorating the fragrance that they created. So Plus the marketing for yourself is probably pretty crazy too, which pretty probably un, like without even having to do anything, you're essentially your scents speak for themselves because you could yes. be out, like for example, I could be out on a date and someone can be like, oh, you smell really nice. It's like, well, this is my, this is me. Yeah. <laughs> this is literally me. my scent that I've gotten, you know what I mean? Because it's kind of a cool little like, without having to brag about yourself, it's kind of a little like a conversation starter that you're now yeah, from there sure. that you can transition to. Yeah, you know what I mean? You're wearing your own scent, which is and like... Actually, yes, you're 100% right. And, and that's also one of the names. A lot of people, when they've created their own and they've come up with their own names, they've either called it me or it's me or me and mine mm. or it's me or it's, you know, myself. So people do get a sense of pride uh, because... And originality too. Yes, exactly. Expression, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what is your background? Where? So you started seven years ago. What were you doing f- before Well, that? before that, um, I, I had come from South Africa. I wanted to be a singer and an actress. Mm-hmm. And I landed up, uh, landed up actually working for Elizabeth Arden in training. Did you do any big gigs for any actress in uh, singing career? What's that? Any big gigs in the, act, in the act, in acting and uh, singing career or...? Well, I, I did, I've done a lot of uh, voiceovers and did a lot of improv. And at the time, when I first came to New York, I wasn't, I didn't have my green card and I didn't have a membership to the unions. Mm. So I had to really hustle like crazy. And then when I got my green card, um, I landed up working at Elizabeth Arden because I got in because of my performance skills and corporate world and it was it was something that I really enjoyed doing, and I felt it was a way to incorporate my theatrical and my training, my my acting background with the fragrance and the training. Of course, because if you can act, you can pretty much sell anything. That's what we yeah. uh, that's what we <laughs> say. Me and Joe used to do how we met. We were we met through uh, door knocking, which oh. is, you know what I mean, going door to door sales. So you know it's essentially the kind of the same thing. If you're a uh, if you can kind of sell someone on the spot like that, you can kind of pretty much sell anything, which is you pretty... can sell anything door to door. Yeah, if you wanted, you to. you can do your fragrances even exactly, too. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like if you had, if once you get to the part point with it, there's I know a lot of people out in Long Island that I'm sure would you knock on their door and be like, you want you want to smell you want to smell like yourself? Yeah, I I had no clue you could do this kind of thing. I yeah, didn't know there was a place is... you can go to to make your own scent either Centarium, you know. It's so so original and so cool. Uh, you know, uh, so are you 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 live in Long Island? Yeah. Yes. Oh, whereabouts? Where I live, we both live in Nassau County, so which is about oh. like thirty, forty minutes from the city. 
Well, I've done a lot of events in the Hamptons, and I've done. Oh spots. yeah, I was just gonna say the Hamptons That's is probably a hot spot for yes. for you guys. They have so much money, and they're probably just like, I want to smell like me, not like any <laughs> any other. <laughs> peasants that live around me you know what i mean like it's and that's another thing i have to ask do you get like from person like from when you start out from one-on-one people do you like do you get like kind of like horrible like kind of like preppy yeah like bad people and it's like your scent's gonna smell terrible mm-hmm. like you're gonna smell so bad because your personality <laughs> is a ter- you're a terrible human being <laughs> I, I, I've honestly never had anybody bad. I've never had, because people, basically people who love fragrance, love to dress well. They like to yeah. comfort. They like the finer things in life. They like the good food. They love great wine. So people who have that kind of aesthetic and that kind of lifestyle, they don't have to be multimillionaires. They can just, you know, enjoy a good glass of wine or, you know, a good burger or a good shake shack. But they like good, you know, good tasting things and they like to really express and explore you know, fine, fine dining and, and so on. So, um, you know, the whole idea now that they can create their own fragrance is really lovely. And I've never had anybody who um, has been a problem. Uh, I think they love the idea of a wonderful experience. And I think that it's so unique and it's so much fun that uh, it's, it's intriguing. It's just fun. It's intriguing. Uh, and of course, they love the aspect of learning about something that they really don't know about because I give little tips and I give some history about where the ingredients come from and who wore them and you know some ideas of why certain fragrances have been so popular what the trends are so it's 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 something that people really are not aware of Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um, they love to learn about it and they find it really entertaining (laughs) (laughs) plus i don't think anybody's going to get your fragrance and being like this smells terrible because it's supposed to be a reflection of of yourself so i don't think this is the best thing i've ever smelled everyone says every person well you know the other thing is that with with the fragrances that we have that each fragrance on it i call them blends because it's a blend of five or ten or fifteen or twenty different ingredients but each blend reflects a certain category, like citrus blend has all the lovely lemons and oranges and limes and bergamot, very refreshing, very sparkling, very, you know, uh, exhilarating. And then we have, you know, different florals. We have rose, which is beautiful. We have jasmine, we have elanglang, gardenia, they're all beautiful in each one. And then we have sort of the ones that men like, which are the spicy, and then we have a woodsy. And each, each blend is a perfume on its own with a top note and middle note and a base note but the way we've actually created them is that each one can be combined with the others so that you can put three or four blends together and create something even more unique and extraordinary and that really then does reflect who you are have you gotten so, any oh i'm sorry to cut you off are we, are you, i'm sorry what were you saying oh no i was just saying that so that it, it's it's even more, you know, fantastic when you when you've gone through the fragrance journey. You've select, you've evaluated all eighteen blends, and then you select the three or four that you love to create something that's totally unique, totally reflective of who you are. And you can't get it anywhere else. You can only get it through me. And it's so original, so unique. And it's a sense of pride, so that when you walk out and you have your fragrance, you say, "Well, it's me. It's mine." and you name it, um, that really becomes something 
that you love to wear and you can tell people, wow, this is my own custom fragrance. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had anybody give you any feedback on on any of their your fragrances uh, that they've used as used them as kind of like an aphrodisiac for uh, for the opposite sex? Has anyone ever well, been like, hey, like you know, I've been using this fragrance yeah. and I've been you know I've been getting a I've lot got five uh, dates. This yeah, week. I've had like five ten dates. Like, what what are you putting in this thing? Is this really what I smell like? Well, I I had I had two fabulous guys who came in. I do a lot of bridal events, a lot of bachelorette parties and brides and grooms and grooms and grooms and brides and so on. And uh, this one couple came in, Bobby and and uh, Peter, great, great, great guys, gorgeous, both of them. And Bobby actually bought uh, the gift experience for Peter because it was their wedding. And they bought it and they each made a fragrance. And Peter wrote to me last week. He said, I've got to have another bottle. I've got to, ref- I've got to have a refill because it's so extraordinary. So... Uh, yes. <laughs> so, in other words, you're too, yes. you're too, you're a little PG for us. You're like, yes. So essentially, they got, they got lucky at the wedding. So. <laughs> and then, and then I did a fragrance. Uh, Jamie Fox found me. He came to my perfumery, and he actually wanted to create a fragrance for Katie Holmes because they were dating at the time two years ago. And it was very hush hush, and nobody knew that they were dating. I, yeah, we both just had a face like, what? They, they went out. I had no clue. Oh yeah, and in fact, Sue, you know the scoop. We gotta just come to you if we gotta know anything. (laughs) I have the scoop, and and Jamie created this beautiful fragrance for Katie, and then he told her obviously when he gave it to her where he got it from, and then she came. She called me. Well, his people called me to say that she wanted to come in, so she came in, and she was so intrigued. She loved it, and so I said to her, "Well, Katie, um, Jamie made one for you." And you've just made one for you. Why don't we make one? I'll make one for your daughter, Suri, and one for Jamie. So it was my gift to her to make one for Suri and one for Jamie. So I like to say, my fragrance got them together. <laughs> oh, yes, it did. So, Definitely. Awesome. Yeah, that's is it. Now has it been so surreal kind of having these famous, like, like in the eye because you you know like you said before like these celebrities every celebrity can kind of go off and make their own fragrance on their own essentially there's this i feel like they're probably coming to you because it's a lot more of a personal experience with you i was going to say like you have a a big percentage of your sales probably referral based yes it is absolutely and i like to say thank goodness for google everybody's finding me online which is really wonderful Oh, of course, yeah. The internet is a beautiful thing, especially with this, because people have probably thought about this before. Like, this is definitely like a high idea that someone's definitely had. Like, what if I had a scent that smelled like me, but like it smelled really good? And then they Google and they're like, "Damn it, centric!" Like, yeah, like they look it up. It's already yeah, there. it's already there. And like then they buy it. <laughs> so, because I would do, you know, what I mean, I, so I, so you have like all different size bottles and stuff. I guess you can order whatever yes. you want. And when we do large events. I've done, you know, I, the two recent events I've done, I did one about just a month ago for Lincoln Navigator, the car Lincoln Navigator. Mm-hmm. So they were launching their 2018 series. And they wanted a multi-sensory launch event, and they held it at South Street Seaport. And over four days, they had about 1,000 people. And we they wanted a multi-sensory event. So they set up our, we set up our fragrance bar. 
And now, was this for the people who were there, or is this for, cause for the I'm, company? Because I'm thinking, like, now now you just gave me an idea that, like, you should just brand this out also to every car, because every car has a new car scent, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. should essentially do one for the company in itself, so Ooh, when you get that, you know what I mean? When you get that new car, it smells like that new car. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's actually what, what they were doing, but... We, I gave them our scent personality quiz so that when people, and it wasn't just for um, Lick and employees, it was for everybody. Everybody in, you know, in the South Street Seaport was for the public. They came in, there were lots of signs and lots of wonderful music, and people were invited in to explore the new Lincoln Navigator. And with that, they came up to our scent bar, they took the scent personality quiz. It determined if they liked fresh or floral or woodsy or oriental fragrances. And then there was a chocolate bar, so people were able to explore the different chocolates, white, milk, sweet, and bittersweet. And then what basically they had this whole sort of interactive digital uh, quiz thing. So once people knew what fragrance they liked and what chocolate they liked, they were able to get their whole uh, analytics and determine what car they liked, whether it was a Navigator or a sedan, if they liked a chocolate interior or a cream interior, what the leather seat, whether they had leather seats or you know, fabric seats. So it was really a wonderful multi-sensory experience. We did it over four days. We had over a thousand people. We created a thousand fragrances for people wow. and the response was amazing. Um, and that was and that was for men and women. And basically, forty-four percent of my business is with men. So oh wow! You'd think it'd be the you think oh well, I guess oh, yeah. the, the rest of it is women. Yeah, of course. You would think it'd be business. more. Yeah, you'd think it'd be less, but yeah. that's that's pretty crazy. You know, because that's what I'm saying. Like like guys like guys especially. You think girls like like the way, but guys are I feel like more, more picky about what they what they want. I feel like that you're, what you're doing is just like even better. Cause guys like have so much pride. Most guys have so much pride. They're like, I don't want to smell like you. I want to smell like me. Yeah. Well, I think that's the issue. So many guys don't like to go to the stores and don't like to be bombarded. And what we offer is a really wonderful sort of private sensory experience. And millennials are really happy to explore fragrance. They're not, they don't mind at all. So, you know, we get, we have terrific, response from men um, and, and young men and sort of middle, sort of mature men too. A lot of guys, uh, men in their 40s and 50s and 60s are actually coming online and they're buying gift experiences and gift certificates for their wives or their significant Yeah, it's others. a genius. It's I was just going to say, it's such thing. a good idea. It's every holiday. Anything, yeah, a birthday, any, Valentine's Day, yeah. anytime you can do this. Now, can you essentially, for someone like, you don't like, can you send them a bad scent? Like, keep on focusing on bad people? No, I'm just, I'm just curious <laughs> because like, you're, there's a lot of bad, yeah, I am. There's so many shitty people out well, there. But they all can't smell good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really have any bad sense. No, I know you don't. I'm just, I'm just joking. I'm just sure that with the, with the lab, you could be like, I have my ex-girlfriend. I'm going to send her a nice little <laughs> Christmas gift. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I have a question, though. Another one is, uh, do you happen to have like someone in the public eye? What's like your, your white whale? What's like the one person that you would love to do? A, a, a fragrance for like there's one person on the top of the list that if you could have anybody you could talk to anybody famous non famous who would who would you want to make a scent for? Um, sorry, it's okay. Busy. Um, 
Gosh, who would I like to make a cent for? Um, hmm. Right, it's actually a good question. Obama. I'm trying to think. You know, dead or alive? Oh, yeah. that's a good, that's an even better one. You even vote up dead or alive, yeah. If I could have made a fragrance for Steve Jobs, I would oh. have loved it. Oh, wow. That's my, that's that, would my be, that would be a good one. I'll tell you why. First of all, he, he apparently he, he didn't really like to wear fragrance. And he, he only was, he had a lot of vegan things. But just the way Apple has become such an iconic company and it's got such a distinctive look, I would have loved to have made a fragrance for Steve Jobs and then also have an apple fragrance that would be, you know, diffusing in the stores. I would just I'd love to smell like apples. Yeah, like you can say, oh my gosh, you can do this everywhere. You can spread it to everything. Oh, it smells like apple. the apple store in here. It's like a, yeah, it's it's like a not, scratch not, and sniff. Not an, apple, not an apple scent, not a typical you know, apple fruit scent, but just something amazing that has all the hallmarks of what this iconic apple company is all about. I mean, if you touch the phone, if you touch their, everything that they have has got such a sensory experience, even... Even the plugs, I'm looking at the plug you know, that goes into the wall. It has such a great feel. So if I could translate these, this iconic Apple feel um, into a fragrance, I would love to do that for Apple. Yeah, because it's such a sensory thing. You know what I mean? It does, it's such a sensory thing. And like when you think of Apple, You're... you think of a lot of material, like something that you can't essentially, not, 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 not living essentially. So you have to, if you're making something more human for a company that's, Built on, you know, Tech. artificial intelligence. Yeah, it's that's pretty crazy. And then um, I think for somebody who's who's uh, basically, I think Bradley Cooper is really cool. He's such a cool oh, guy. Oh yeah, that'd be a cool Love one. Love to make fragrance for him. And then for a woman, um, gosh, uh, Marilyn Monroe. Um, not so much Marilyn Monroe, but I think uh, yeah, she would have been great. <laughs> but um, I'm just thinking of, it's so funny because, you know, we think about these um, film stars or film actresses, um, let's see. Um, Who would you use, Joey? I don't know. If I had to make a scent for anybody, it would probably be... Cat hmm. Von D. No. <laughs> I would probably do it for. Oh God, this is see. This is I'm I'm stumped on my own question. I know mine. Who who's your be? Howard Stern. Howard Stern. Yeah. Oh, well, I tell, you, I tell you, who is fabulous is Howard's right kick, sidekick Robin Givens. Oh, really? She, you did, she's you did done it. You did a send for her. I did. I created. Oh, that's awesome. Um, actually, I did because I she was. She was the MC at the one of the events. I, I was I was uh, honored to be chosen and nominated as a Woman of the Year for TJ Martell Foundation last year, and Robin was the MC. And so I created a fragrance for her. She is so wonderful. She's so bright and alluring. She has a beautiful voice. Oh yeah, she's just so much fun. So, and he's a devil. <laughs> I think I know who I would do it. I, if I could do a scent, it would probably be for the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> Wu Tang. Yeah, and I would make it. A, it would be like a honey scent because they're the killer bees. So you could. Yeah. Would that be for, 
It would be like for like um, Method Man, like oh, it's a it's a, it's a rap, it's a rap, it's a rap group. So like I think it would be you should do you should think about doing it and, and and marketing it to them they would they would buy that in a heartbeat. That's a whole yeah different area Wu- for you. Wu Tang Clan, to. you'd make it like a cool little yellow W bottle and mm-hmm. yeah yeah like do you ever have like any celebrities that are like I like this scent so much like how do I sell this to fans? Yeah, do they do you have do you have to go through like a, have anybody has ever come to you with like a. Like a marketing show, because I'm sure you have competition, like there, like comp- people like competing with you all the time. I'm sure you have big companies trying to buy you out. Well, um, I'll let you know when they do. <laughs> oh, well, no, no, because you're you're doing something so different. I can't I can't imagine that like Calvin Klein or Burberry, one of these big name companies, hasn't come to you with kind of like a patent. Because you, do you can you patent something like this? Like, is that something that? No, I don't think so. That's because... a great question. Well, I'll tell you, you can, you know. It's hard because the technology, um, basically any any fragrance can be duplicated, maybe not to 100%, but say within 90% because they can determine based on the, um, the gas chronometer, and they call it the GC test, the gas chronometer test, they can determine what's in the fragrance. Now, if, if a fragrance, they, they, if they test a fragrance, it could be... Um, they can say, okay, there's a rose, there's a spice, there's a woodsy, and there's a citrus. But they won't know what the actual levels would be. And they don't know if the citrus is from Spain or if the citrus is from... Ah, so Spain. that's where essentially you get them with the authenticity is that, you know, they can, they can, anybody can go into a lab and kind of test it, but it's the actual physical ingredients. Because there's, there's so many things that could kind of smell like the same thing. So I'm guessing that's where you exactly. essentially are, are original in that sense, which is, which is really cool to think about it. Because, you know, you think when you, when you're talking about you're in the lab all day, it's probably, you think that it would be easy for someone to you know, just test some chemicals and, and turn it into their own. I guess, I think it sounds easier than it really is. Oh, no, of course. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm just saying that, yeah, that's <laughs> that's nuts, too. That's, that's awesome. But, you know, um, so the thing is that uh, it's like anything, you know, you could look at a beautiful cashmere suit and they can make it in polyester, but it doesn't look the same and it doesn't feel the same, but it has... A similar kind of you know um, look but when you put it on it's very different it's like a so, knockoff brand you get on canal street exactly it's not like the actual real ed hardy but it's just someone selling it on a on the corner so it's uh the whole idea of fragrance is so wonderful and so exciting because it's a way of reflecting who you are and it's a way of reflecting your individuality and your personality and you know, it's it's it gives you a sense of confidence. You know, we do a lot of team building events, and the interesting thing is that when companies want to do something to inspire and motivate and build confidence, they you know I used to do dress for success seminars, and I talked about you know what style of color to use and what style you know how to really a man who if he had a beard how facial hair, what to do with facial hair, or how to do his thing. But if you can really build confidence and inspire a certain look and feel and make you feel a certain way through fragrance, it is very motivating and it's really 
Oh no, hundred percent. That's the that's a number. That's one the number one thing I believe is is the bravado and the way that you carry yourself. And if you are hundred percent confident in what you're doing, everybody else in the room is gonna notice that. You know, I mean, it doesn't matter what you're wearing or or how you look. Obviously, those are things that that people take into consider. But your your confidence and the way you hold your head is is I feel like carries you a lot longer and a lot farther. And yeah, you can dress like a bum, but if you're confident in dressing like a bum, they're gonna be like, "What's what's up with this?" Yeah, guy? this guy is. Li- Maybe I want to dress like a bum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's all it's all you know, starting your own trend. And as you said before, you're in a you're in a great industry where you know, sensory, the way people see, smell, hear things really influences what they are doing in their life. So, you know, you're hitting one of the main sense, you know what I mean? When you when you meet someone new for the first time, you know what I mean? The first, the, It's like two things that you go off in your head. More, at least with me, it's like with the way they're looking, the way they look off the right end, and the way they smell. Yes, absolutely. You know, if someone smells bad, even if it's from their breath to like their, you know, their just an overall body odor, that, that just gives you just kind of a sour sour look on how they are overall as a person it's it's so true you know um it's it's such a pivotal way of remembering i'll never i mean even the laws of attraction and sexuality and sensuality you could be so attracted to somebody the way they look or the way they sound or the way they you know they help their eyes but if you don't like the way they smell Oh, it goes such a long way it's over yeah. it goes such a long way even anywhere you know what i mean like in you know, not to get not to get too much too and too TMI, but even if any even in the bedroom, if like that's one little thing that the someone smells, you're just like, whoa, all right, like, because it's like about a hygiene kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's like how you take care of yourself. It it kind of really expresses who you are. Like when no one's around, if like this is how you go out in public and you smell like shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and you know, honestly, so many people don't even think about sense or fragrance or how they smell until either they don't either they, they they can't smell anymore they lose their sense of smell or they encounter something that is really bad or off smelling so when you walk down the street you never really think about your fragrance or whatever yeah and it's one of those Unless, things too like if you, if you encounter a really bad smell it's going to really turn you off but so many people walk around life not really appreciating or understanding how important and how powerful our sense of smell is and I always say you know when I, I teach at LIM college I'm an adjunct professor of fragrance marketing oh, wow. I tell my students you know think about this when you go to the supermarket or you, you're traveling you know pick up the orange and smell it pick up the lemon and smell it pick up the grapefruit the lime the tangerine and just try and distinguish the differences and just enjoy the aspect of how nature makes things smell and then you start to train your brain and you start to become aware of how important our sense of smell is and you know when you have a cold and you can't taste anything or you also can't smell anything so you could see how taste and smell are so related and yeah. actually for people who either get older or they have viral problems if they lose their sense of smell they lose their sense of taste they can't really relate to any social engagements because everything that we do revolves around socialization let's meet for lunch let's meet for breakfast for tea for coffee for sandwiches yeah. and if people have lost their sense of smell and they lost their sense of taste 
they don't want to engage in socialization. So as a result, they drop out of society, they get very depressed, and ultimately what happens? They die. Yeah. It's crazy to think about that. And one of those things, too, that me, no one really... It's kind of like a rude thing to tell someone that they smell, too. You know, like, especially when you're out. So it's like something, like you said before, that's self-conscious about... People aren't conscious enough of what they what they're smelling, but like you know, no one unless it's like your really good friend or unless someone's like no one's gonna tell you like oh yeah you smell pretty bad today Joe maybe well, you should I'll, maybe you I'll, should shower no no one ever tells <laughs> no you. one tells you that well, unless they're your good friend I'll, I'll I'll tell you what happened with me one time um, I was marketing director at one of the companies and I won't say which one and I had a young woman who was working for me and she happened to be European. And, you know, the Europeans don't do a lot with their clothes. They don't dry clean them the way we do a dry clean. So, you know, they wear the same thing over and over again. And even if they shower or, or take a bath every day, still, you know, the clothes start to absorb the body odor and the perspiration. Anyway, I was in the fragrance department, and it just bothered me that this young person had a really bad body odor. And oh, I didn't know what to say. And I finally... I finally said to her, look, we, I, we must have a chat. I said, you know, this is, a, <laughs> this is the fragrance division, and we have to smell good. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> representing the company. You can't be the smelly one. No one's going to buy our products if our employees smell. She said to me, but Sue, I shower, I take a bath and shower every day. <laughs> so I said, well, maybe you do, but you know, you're also wearing the same clothes a lot of the time, the same jacket, and, you know, the, your body heat absorbs into the fabric and the perspiration and the odor and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I gave her sort of a scenario of what I felt she should do to overcome this. And within a few days, it was so much better because what she didn't realize is that by wearing the same jacket morning, noon, and night, it started to absorb her body odors. And in, you know, perspiration clings to the to the fabric and then when she gets hot it diffuses because heat diffuses so I sort of taught her something but I had to say it because it was so awful (laughs) (laughs) well you're giving all of our viewers out here a lesson on on the little senses of smell bringing it back to to you, to do you catch yourself being more of like a smell snob for you know like you know for other people is that like kind of like the first thing you notice, I'm sure, when, when in it, or do you kind of like dick a little bit desensitized to it because you're around so many different scents? Like, does it, you probably are like the daredevil of, of smell. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the good news is that, thank God, my nose is fine and I can smell <laughs> 15, 20, 30, 50 fragrances a day and never get anosmic. And that's a term called when you have anosmia or you're anosmic means you can't smell anymore. And oh, so no. they always say, you know, just try and smell three or four fragrances a day so your nose doesn't get tired. Mm. But, you know, this is my profession. This is what I do. And thankfully, my nose is in very good hands. <laughs> yeah, right? It's a, it's, a big, it's a big deal for you. Cause like so that's... that can happen if you don't smell a few different smells a day, you're going to lose your smell? I'm sorry, say that again? If you don't smell a few different fragrances or different smells a day, you can, like, lose your smell. Is that what you said? Well, you know, well, I, I thankfully, my brain, I, my brain is trained to smell. But, you know, think about this. 
just the average person in the street never really thinks about fragrance. They don't think about smell or scent or fragrance or aroma unless, of course, something smells bad. That's when they'll say, ooh, yeah. it stinks. But, you know, I, I really like to say to my clients when they come to my perfume and I meet them, you know, at different events, um, why don't you just try and explore the different senses and different aromas when you go into the country, you go to the ocean, or you, you know, in the city, or you go to the supermarket, just pick up food and flavors and vegetables, and you go to the restaurant before you sort of tuck in and, and eat your steak or your fish or your chips or whatever. Just take a minute to really sniff the food and sip the wine and sniff it so that you can start to treasure and train your brain and your sense of smell to because it's it's such a it's a sense of smell is our most powerful. It's oh, 100%. Yeah, it influences. So is this like a one day thing? If I if I went to the sanitarium, right? Uh, do I get a smell the same day? I'm in and out. Yes, absolutely. Oh wow, that's quick. Um, you come in immediately. We give you a, uh, as I said, the scent personality quiz, and that is fun. It's it's quite revealing. It's it's it, in a fun way, in a really nice way. And then uh, we take you on a fragrance journey. You evaluate all the blends, and then you select the three or four that you love, and then you start to think of a name for your fragrance. And then I map it out and blend it for you, and you select the bottle. And then we create it for you. So within an hour, an hour and a half, you've actually had a great experience. You've learned a lot. You've had an education. You've sort of been entertained, and then you leave with your <laughs> custom fragrance. Is there, is there like, for example, if I want to come in and I want to get, like, if I love the scent that I got, and I'm just thinking, now, now I want something different, is there always going to be like a constant element in the the fragrances that you're you're making for someone, or can you make something totally a hundred percent different oh, depending you on can their drink? Make something totally different. You know, for instance, a lot of people, you know, they they wear something, they want to wear something different for weekends as opposed to weeks. So the same way as you choose your clothes for day wear or night wear or casual wear or weekend wear or something sophisticated, you can actually create different fragrances for different moods, different occasions, for different, you know, um, moments to celebrate something. And you can always create it something different. Um, and maybe you might always like, let's say you might always like a woodsy fragrance. Mm -hmm. But you might want to sort of ramp it up a little bit. If you're going out at night, you want to make it a little bit more sophisticated. So you have woodsy maybe with a little spicy or ambery, so that'll make it sophisticated. It's unlimited it's possibilities. Yeah, and if you want to maybe make something a little more for day wear and you want to brighten it up, it's a hot day and you don't want something so heavy, you might want to add a little bit of the citrus, sparkling citrus note. So you can definitely mix and match and combine and customize whatever you really want. Yeah. Where, where is the location? It's one location, it's, you said? Yes, it's 85 Franklin Street. It's in Tribeca. It's really a wonderful uh, little place. It's on, on Franklin between Church and Broadway. And it's just a little oasis in the heart of Quebec. It's lovely. Oh, I'm going to be in there. What about uh, anything outside of the country? Have you 
done? Is it just mainly? Have you have anybody from outside of the country that says ask for? Anybody can come in, but it's always by appointment because I'm not always there. I'm in my office up on the up east side, okay. and I come downtown. So uh, I it's always recommended that you call, you make an appointment, and if you want to do it with a friend or a loved one, or you know, a couple of friends, and do a corporate event or a fun holiday team building event, you know, certainly accommodate you and um and you make an appointment now i could see this too being something um that might be a cool little marketing thing you could do also of like how they have people in the malls that kind of stay in like have you ever thought of doing pop-up shops besides these seminars like in different places that can i would actually love to do a pop-up shop now coming up for the holidays because you know i'm in my perfumery but i i think we should we, i would definitely love to explore the idea of pop-up shop if you know of anything let me know for sure yeah there's a in the mall by us roosevelt field mall i just i know that there's a certain section that you can't you literally can't walk into the mall like you into the mall without going through the fragrance section so i just i just picture like you know having one of your people there just kind of giving you the quick test right there and you know, by the time you're done shopping, you come back and your and your fragrance is ready to go. Oh, that's a good idea, yeah. I love that. Yes, it let me know where it is. I would love to explore that. Yeah, there's uh, it's right on Roosevelt Field Mall, Roosevelt, uh, Long Island, which is pretty cool. So you move you move on from South Africa. When was that? Have you ever been back to the motherland? Have you been back to the? I've been back quite a few times. Uh, South Africa is beautiful. It is. An amazing place. Mm. It's got a, it's, um, you know, it's got uh, the all the senses, the flora, the fauna. It's quite wonderful in terms yeah. of um, different aromas, different smells. You know, it's so. Incredible. Is there one scent that makes you smell like home that reminds you of like oh, home? Oh, absolutely. You know, it's so interesting. There are times when I'm in California that I could be walking, say, along the beach, and suddenly the wind shifts, and a smell that I grew up with somehow gets into the ozone, and I literally stop dead in my tracks <laughs> because I am so transported back to South Africa as a little girl because this incredibly overpowering, compelling memory hits my senses, and it's just amazing. So, yes, I, I'm very... I go back to South. I went that about three years ago. I'm supposed to be going there actually soon. Uh, oh, to, you would love it. To Kenya, yeah. Well, uh, Africa is very different. It's it's just extraordinary. Uh, How old were you when you moved out to the the states? I came. I was actually. I was you know in my early twenties. Uh, okay, so you spent a, a majority of your life. Life yes. there it must be. But now I'm an American longer than I'm a South African. Ah, nice. Oh, wow. Welcome to America. Yeah, you're one of us. <laughs> you're one of us now. I'm one of you now. <laughs> you know what? Now I say yeah instead of yes. Oh, <laughs> it's coming. No, don't lose that. Can't don't lose that proper way to speak. It sounds so I much say, nicer. <laughs> I say city instead of city. Mm. I I say vitamins instead of vitamins. <laughs> what was the biggest culture shock coming through, coming back to New York, like, or coming to moving, New York? Yeah, yeah, coming to the United States. What was like something that you like immediately noticed that you were like, "Wow, like I'm not in Kansas anymore." Um, 
You know, I think it was the energy, the incredible energy in New York City that literally the expression, the city doesn't sleep. There's always something going. There's art, there's music, there's movies, there's stuff, there's cars in the street. It's the lights, the brightness. The yeah, action. coming from someone who loves their senses so much, it must be a sensory overload coming all the way, coming from where you, you were from to come here and it's like everything happening at once. Yes, absolutely. It's it's, and you know, honestly, I I am so grateful that I am in America. That I have this wonderful job or company or passion that I've created because I love what I do. I'm passionate about it. And I think one of the things that America has taught me is that you have to be passionate about what you do. Exactly. If it's just a job, and no matter what they pay you, if they pay you and you're in it for the money, without passion, it can really be terribly harmful and stressful because you won't love what you're doing, you'll be stressed, you'll end up getting, you know, sick. But yeah. if you love what you do and if you're passionate about it, it's really not considered work. And I, I tell this to my students, I tell this to my daughter, I really believe that you can be anything you want to be in America because it gives you the opportunity to do with hard work and if you apply yourself you can be you know you can see yeah you are literally the you are the walking american dream like it's 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 crazy to see like and your daughter and everyone that you work with must be so proud because if you can come from like south america and and go straight south africa sorry and go straight to um, new york city which is there it's known for chewing people up and spitting them out and you can make a dream from it and you're passionate comes through it really shows that you actually do like love your work and you actually do care about it yeah, it's inspiring yeah thank you and I, I really feel that I, I I try and tell that to to people you know sometimes in at school they uh, some of my students they have to take a, a subject just to do a filler in and it really shows when they take a subject that they're not passionate about versus people who are really passionate about it and I think that that's so indicative of character. If you love something and if you're, you know, passionate about something, um, it shows that you are really too willing to be authentic and to deliver the goods and to just enjoy what you do. Because if you hate what you do, then you become a pain in the neck to everybody around you. Of course, they say that if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. Right. There's a philosopher, Alan Watts. You ever hear of him? No. no, actually. Oh, yeah. He just says, make work play. You know? Oh, I love that. Find a way to make whatever you're doing, your job, play. So it doesn't. when you're playing, you're not working. Exactly. exactly. It's, and then you have to surround your people, surround yourself with people that you enjoy working with also. I feel like that's a, a big part of the job. And it, it must have, you know, especially coming from you, someone who has their own company, you, you have the opportunity to essentially pick and choose who you get to work for not a lot of people have that opportunity when they're working in a job like because they're just an employee so they have to kind of you have to get along with whoever you're working with compared to being able to work you know yes and you know the other thing is that you don't have to be defined by barriers so for instance in the corporate world there are you know you have your sales marketing r&d operations finance whatever and never the twain, never, they never really inter- interrelate. They're, they're supposed to, 
that everybody has their own little fiefdoms. And, you know, if you're in operations, then you can't even think about marketing. If you're in marketing, you're not supposed to even think about sales. In the meantime, it's, it's sort of basically, it, it doesn't serve the company well. There are all these disparate, jo- you know, departments and there's no connection and no connectivity. So one of the things that I love to do is, Yes, I love to create custom fragrances for people, but I also create fragrances for corporations in terms of scent branding, ambient scenting, and corporate events and team building events and bridal events. So I don't have to be defined by one particular set of rules like, oh, you only can do custom fragrances for men. You can only do custom fragrances for people. You know, I can explore any aspect of fragrance all other senses that I want to do, scent dinners, scent and wine pairing events, scent and art and scent and music. I really do explore all the senses and we've created so many different multi-sensory events that it's fun for me because it expands my horizons and it doesn't define me into one particular area. I can I can come and go and do whatever I want because it's number one, it's my company, but it's also my passion to explore different aspects of the senses. You got me thinking now, has anybody ever come in and asked to get a scent for, like, their dog or, like, for <laughs> their animal, something that, you know? Yes, uh, it's, it's so funny. In fact, I had somebody the other day asking me about a scent for their pet. Isn't that interesting? What, 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 what kind of pet did they have? What did they want? Their, oh, that was their dog? <laughs> little dog. <laughs> they'll, they'll spray him with it and they'll roll in mud and then <laughs> Well, they're also doggy shampoos, you know, they have to, so that's another way of, of coming up with a fragrance for your dog. For, Ooh, your dog. a personalized smelling shampoo would be cool too, yeah, yeah. Or something like that. Something that comes, that you're, you love? Yeah, or soap, like with your your own soap, yeah. Future in that. If you're in the fragrance industry, you might, you know there's what I mean? There's so many places There's so you many can ways go. you can expand with with this, and there's so many ideas, but, you know, without, you know, obviously losing what you love to do every day, because... Where do you see this going, like ne- five years? Well, I, I see, I see, well, you know, fragrance domination in terms of yes. personal, for home, for ambient scent for corporations. We do a lot of scent for hotels, spas, casinos. I also think that there is going to be, and I'm working on that right now, digital scent technology where you can actually diffuse fragrance through the computers and through television. So that when you are thinking about, you know, you you listen to an ad for whatever, whether it's food or wine or flavors or whatever, that you'll be actual, actually with scent technology and digital technology be able to explore and appreciate and actually smell wow. just be smelling your computer coffee. screen mm-hmm. <laughs> scratch and <laughs> scratch and sniff in your computer screen they actually have it now in europe where i've actually been working with companies in europe who do this wow it's, it's the future is here Yes, exactly. Imagine, you know, your your DVR. You have a DVR set, and then you have a set-top box. So you can actually channel and calibrate fragrances coming out of the set-top box that match the ads or the visual content or a movie. Imagine a movie. You know, in a movie scene, you 
you have people eating dinner, well, guess what? You can actually smell what they're eating at some point through digital scent technology. Oh my! How? how what is it though? Like, how would you be able to smell through your TV? Would, would they put it um, in like a little sprayer? No, it's not. It, it's it's just diffusing through the air. So it's actually through polymers that they diffuse through the air. So it's a it's another piece of hardware that you attach to your computer or your television. Ah, wow! That, yeah. that is amazing. I can't wait for that. <laughs> Commercials will love that. People who uh, like advertise or want to associate a smell with their ad, you know. Exactly. Yes, very powerful. That's really exciting stuff. See what you're learning tonight, guys. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> we're, we're learning a lot here. Uh, we're kind of we're getting towards the end here. Do you have anything you want to get off your chest? Anything else you want to say? Well, you know, I think a couple of things. Number one, that you shouldn't be scared of fragrance or scent, and you shouldn't think that certain ingredients are masculine and certain ingredients are feminine. For instance, a rose is not a masculine or a feminine. It's just a beautiful rose. And so the typical idea uh, in men's in America is that um, American men think that, you know, flowers are very female-oriented or female-centric. Yet in Europe, European men are really very okay and, and very um, sort of, what's the word I'm looking for, confident in their masculinity, and they will choose some floral notes for their fragrances. Uh, so American men are still into the, uh, the, the, the spicy and the woodsy and the sort of... Uh, that burly, smell. burly man smell. I want to smell exactly. like a cheeseburger. I want to smell like a man. <laughs> like I just so, cut you know, down a tree. Yeah. So, you know, just just explore the sense of smell and, and be, be courageous and try and different smells and just be aware of how important and how incredibly powerful fragrance is for you that's number one number two i think that um think about how fragrance completes your life think about that expression you know stop and smell the roses mm. that literally you know our sense of smell is so powerful and there's so many beautiful aromas in the world just expose yourself to them and, and Really, when you go next to the supermarket, besides looking at the beautiful colors of nature, the oranges and the yellows and the greens and the, you know, uh, lime, limes and mm -hmm. so on, just think about how they all smell and how amazing they are. So I think, you know, I like to say, follow your dreams, follow your passion, never give up on your dreams and your passion, and just really enjoy how powerful our sense of smell is. Does your uh, does your company have like a slogan, like a scent, a, 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 a scented, a scentkin? <laughs> no, it doesn't fit there. No. Well, what I what I say now to everybody is my mission is I take fragrance out of the bottle and create magical fragrance experiences for people drop uh, by. Drop. Love it. So cool. so uh, one last time before you before you, we go though, uh, what name name this name the website so we can find you at and different social places. media social all media that. if you okay. have any of those so we everyone can sure. know where they can find you. Okay, so my website is centerprises.com. That's S for sugar, C for cat, and then the enterprises centerprises.com. Then uh, I also have 
centarium.com, S-C-E-N-T-A-R-I-U-M. And ultimately, it's going to be Sue Phillips House of Fragrance, but we're not there yet. I'm going to be rebranding and launching my Sue Phillips line eventually. But on Instagram, I'm at Sue, at Centerprises, and at Centarium. And on Facebook and Twitter, I'm also Sue Phillips, Centrally Sue, and Centerprises. If you just Google Sue Phillips Fragrance, you'll find me. <laughs> Perfect. And if uh, so, if we want to make our own, we go on centerprises.com. Yes, exactly. And just make an appointment and take the scent personality quiz. And uh, we'll love to make a fragrance for you. Oh, I would love to do it. We're definitely yeah. doing that. I'm definitely taking the test. Yeah, I want to know what I would, what I come out with. Like. Yeah, me too. Okay. Awesome. Thank you, Sue. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure, Joe and Jeff. I'm so happy to meet you. And thank you for this wonderful sit down and chatting you know opportunity i really appreciate it and i hope that you've sort of explored and learned some things about fragrance that you never knew before and now you're going to be aware of it oh 100 percent. i know what I'm, if i ever get a girlfriend i know what i'm getting her for for <laughs> for uh our next holiday gift oh that's perfect it would be my pleasure ah, amazing oh. thank you so much sue you have a great rest of your night lovely thank you guys lots of love be well and smell well. <laughs> oh, man. That was so good. Thank you. Cheers. Right. Take Cheers. care. Lots of love. Thank you. Bye. Bye. You know what? Hold on. I have a joke. <laughs> you were waiting for this this yeah. whole time? That lady, she made a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. She would have appreciated that. Well, Coming from the, we this. have to call her back. She'll, we we got to call her back and tell her that we, that, that made a lot of sense. She us. will hear this. She'll know. I hope. <laughs> oh man, what, why were you holding that in the whole time? That way you were so quiet. It was because you you really <laughs> needed. You're like, no, like, you, we're waiting for your perfect scent center tune. It's so hard on on when someone's on Skype. You can't see their face. Like you don't know when they're about to talk, and then you just like talk over each other like a yeah, little that was bit. Me the whole time. Yeah, it's you know, so it's like yeah, I, I'm, I, don't, I, I don't know when to come in here. So, <laughs> but I got a few questions in there. I, I want to do that. We need a weekly sit down scent, a sit down scent, a sit down scent. Yeah, like the, for when we when you hear sit down scent, it smells like a bad scent. Yeah, the whole down. time you thought I was just like trying to get bad smells out of her. No, yeah, well, like, you, you asked two bad smell questions. Like, but those are like normal questions because like there are a lot of pieces of shit out there, and I guarantee you that if they, she's doing a personality test and you have a shitty personality, you yeah. probably have a shitty scent. Yeah, but she's not, not going to sell make you. Any <laughs> she's not going to make a shitty scent. Yeah, <laughs> or like, it's like a kind of a fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like yeah, well, your smell is a piece of shit. Well, according to your personality test, you are a horrible human being. Yeah, we have your results. <laughs> we have your um, results. And um, so this is what you're going to do. You're going to take a shit in the toilet <laughs> and then you're going to... Uh, we put a little skunk in there. Yeah, a little skunk. A little day-old fucking milk. Ew, sour milk. Oh. <laughs> no, that really was interesting. I liked her. I liked her a lot, too. And like, I love how creative she is. And like little things that... like It just shows her creativity level is like through the roof with this lady. If like... Everything is like I'm gonna start saying scent things now. I'm gonna Dude, start... if you have, I think it's just like she has Jamie Fox, Katie Holmes, all these people like on her list of customers. If you advertise that more, you're gonna grow bigger. Like I, 
I never heard of this. Yeah, like how is it exactly? But like, and those are the people that like I'm sure would do a commercial for her, of course. Yeah, like you know if what she I mean? just like, said post post on your story or Facebook or whatever, like that you got a scent for me. Snooky, and then all she these said, people, yeah. the amount of people that she said, the 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 combined following that they probably all have is is. We should have told her this. Billion, like <laughs> I I was giving her marketing things. So I was yeah. giving her marketing tips. I know, but she didn't realize. Because uh, maybe know, she's doing I it. Feel who like knows? She's in that gener- it's the, just the generation where it's like. You know, social media wasn't because when she started the company it was like 2009. Like, so yeah. it wasn't social media was just becoming yeah big like back relevant then. in your in your job. Now it's like an it's like a mandatory thing in your job to to have social media. Like that's a whole that's a whole like department in oh, your company. Yeah. yeah, like there's a social media marketer and team or whatever. Like. Exactly, and if you don't have that down right, you're pretty much your outreach is, for right is now, done. Yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty crazy to That's think. What Gary of. V says, what your social media outreach? No, Gary V says you need social media. Like you have to communicate through your phone. Oh yeah, it's, it's Nowadays, the future if now. You have a it's, it's just adapting to, it's just adapting to things. And it was funny, like you know Ben Shapiro. I was listening to a podcast with Ben Shapiro and like Joe Rogan, and they were saying that like, you know, people get so upset because they're just like, oh, I need these jobs. We need to keep these jobs going and doing these things and it's not because like the times are changing like you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's just you have to adapt more to a sk- your sales yeah, you can't I think, stay stubborn and just stay exactly and think that this is you know what i mean it's not how it used to be where you can i'm work gonna put up flyers and people will yeah know or like i'm gonna work the same job for 20 years you know what i mean like there's very few things that that can get away with that like nowadays like we have to you work at least four or five jobs in your lifetime getting to where you got to do and like we i guess as millennials we understand that like you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i've coming me and you I'm, i've had in the last two years alone i've worked maybe like four different jobs oh yeah i've had four for you sure know what i mean in the same at the same time like we have it's not like how it used to be where it's like like it's almost like when you hear someone saying like i'm working three two jobs three jobs it's like more common than you hear nowadays it's not like when you used to hear like i'm working two jobs it's like you're working for an ends meet yeah no back then yeah you're working at like a gas station yeah exactly a gas station going right driving a a bus driving a bus and then yeah you're a waiter you know what i mean now it's like like you're you're having three different jobs but they're like intense jobs now it's like you have a podcast you're writing a cartoon you're you know shout out to dead annie that we're writing can we? Can you leak that? We can leak that. When are they gonna? We should have Tommy animated. on here too. Tommy would be a great guest. Yeah, we should totally have Tommy. We could do it at his studio. We could do it at his office. I'm sure too. How is his office? I've never been to his office. I mean, we didn't go to his real office. We went to uh, the place across the street. No one knows what we're talking about. <laughs> we're just talking oh, yeah. to each other. So, <laughs> so, yeah, so we're talking about Tommy is the app developer that has developed Tattoo U and also going to develop iExplore. Well, we'll see what it's called. We'll see what it's called. I think iExplore is, is a great name. Yeah, an app. We're, 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 in the, we're working on something. Yeah, something in the works, people. But he also is making a cartoon and jo- animation. Joey and I are writing for it. And we started writing today, actually. Yeah, got a solid six pages in. You know, writing for a cartoon is so much different than writing, because we both have written different scripts, you know, compared to, like, the dropouts and then knockers. Mm -hmm. But also, I think the reasons why we've been able to write so much is because we know what the characters are and what their development is. He 
with this kind of this project, it's like, this is the idea of what it is. Make characters and make a... Yeah, the, he gave us like a little synopsis, what three characters, and then we were doing the rest. Yeah, mm-hmm. not even character bios on what they're about, what they're doing, and no, you know, one of them's like Annie, fourteen years old. And that's it. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> just her age. Yeah, that's it. That's the only about her. Nothing else about her. It, yeah. Which gives us. It's like it's funny because you'd think that when you'd have so much freedom to write something like that you would have so much more material to write but it kind of limits you because you have to so many things go into writing something creative like that it's not like how it can be where it's you, gonna be fun though even oh, it's today gonna be it amazing fun. yeah the even little we ideas were... and we're gonna come back tomorrow we're gonna look at it and we're gonna be like yeah this needs to be this this needs to be that and it's it's a cool process to do that and also like you know that like when you write these things like it's supposed to be like a room of like 10 people yeah, you writing. You know what I mean? There's like three people taking notes. There's like four main writers and then one person who actually delegates the whole thing and Yeah. Well we'll get in there after we finish this first one. Yeah, this pilot. Which he doesn't even he didn't even expect us to have a pilot for him. What did he expect? He expected us to have just have a meeting. To look over it, know what we do, and then we write with whoever he wanted us to Oh, us so to write we're with. going in there with ammo. Exactly. And kind of ideas. I think even today we without even we we came up with a good sense of direction of what he has but it's as you said it's hard when he doesn't realistically know what he wants the vision to be for it yeah no but he seemed like he liked what we had so yeah exactly we were on the phone with him which is which is good but Mm -hmm. like going back to little things that just haven't been like just like this lady like i'm surprised that no one has ever thought about this like the minute that you told me oh this lady sue is gonna come on and she, she makes her own, own sense. sense for people. Like I'm just like ding, ding, ding. Yeah, it makes so much sense. That's like so <laughs> such a genius. Like it's the little things like that that you're just like, oh, yeah. It's like right in front of your face. Something you do every day is smell people. Yeah, smell things. And she's really is right about how you neglect. You don't even think about smelling stuff most of the time unless it smells. And it bad. takes you and people. Like, it takes you places. Smell? Like exactly. Like and there's so many things that's ruined it relationships i've met new chicks because <laughs> you know it smells in certain areas yeah i know what you're saying so it's like it's it has a huge like scent is i think one of the most underrated senses that we have you know what i mean we take it for granted short of our sight oh yeah you know what i mean sight for granted until it goes away but she was pretty much like yeah you know if you lose your scent you become depressed and then you die <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she went that straight was, to that. That was like those are like the three processes. It's like no, it was four. It's like you lose your scent, you stop socializing, you become depressed, and then you die. Yep. If so, you get a scent, if you so do she's smell, pretty much saying like I uh, make sure you smell my scents because you'll yeah, die. No. I mean, it's a good idea. I want. I we didn't ask about the prices, but I want to see how expensive it is. Probably like a hundred. Well, she bucks. was saying it was affordable. I was saying it's not like she was talking about Napoleon and how his his scent cost him like two hundred thousand dollars. So a hundred thousand, yeah. Yeah. So like, it has to be something because that's another part of the 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 leverage that you have of making your own scent. I'm sure too is because it is you. It's affordable. But then it's like at the same time, it's like, how cheap am I? Am I is my scent so cheap that I'm a cheap? Mm-hmm. <laughs> am I a cheap smell? Yeah, am I just a cheap smell? Am I just a cheap smell, or should I? Your your scent is now five hundred dollars. Yeah, that's about right. That's how much my I should smell. Yeah, like you, it's like you don't want it to cost a lot, but then you want it to. So it's also, like, like <laughs> what is it? What if like 
is it possible to oh, I should have asked her if like can you wholesale your own scent? That's what I said. Sell, like market your it, own smell. Yeah, and sell your own scent. If it smells really good. I don't know. I guess technically if you're buying it through her, you're just middlemanning it to other people and then you just have to mark up the price of what you're selling I it know, to other people to make your money back and then some. So technically it's a win win situation. Margins. Yeah. You know, you're going to smell like $20. And like, it's kind of vain too. It's like, hey, you want to smell like me? Yeah. Well, don't name it. Buy me. Yeah, you just think of a good name. That's what you should call it. Buy me. Buy me. Smell me. Be, be you, why me? Be me. Be me. Smell me. Mm. She was a nice lady though. For sure. She was awesome. Thank you, Sue. Yeah. Shout out to Sue and her sense, sensitive. (laughs) She's so sensitive. She's so sensitive. She's sensational. Eccentric. Yeah, she's so eccentric. She's an eccentric. She's a nice lady, though. She's yeah. she sounds really nice. All right, let's get going. It's we we did a good hour and a half. Oh, nice. Thanks, Sue. Thank you, everyone, for the weekly sit down. We'll catch you tomorrow for. We got um. Alex, I think it's like Alec Cooper. What does he do? Alex Pollock, the founder of Paradox. And oh, yeah. This is, I have so many questions to ask this dude. So he owns an, an events medical service company that actually sends real doctors to large events. I see so many flaws in this. So, well, so they explain <laughs> it as, so the problem with sending an ambulance to a large of gathering is it can only help one person until it has to be replenished. Paradox treats people on site, and guess what? If they treat someone on site and the person starts feeling better, they can just rejoin the festivities. They don't have to go to the hospital and pay to, for an ambulance to take them and stuff. But either way, if they're, de- if they're dying, they're going to have to go to the hospital. Well, dying, yeah. But well, if it's like, sick, like <laughs> they're dehydrated. It's kind of just they, like the placebo effect, I though. Think it's, it's like, if, oh, you're, I'm, t- I'm a doctor. I'm telling you you feel better. So it's like, oh, you're a doctor. I feel much better now. It's for like, this, this is some. what I'm getting out of this is like festivals where people are just way dehydrated because they're doing Molly or whatever. Yeah, but and still. They like, load them up with an IV and then it, they get back out there. It, Exactly, exactly, which is, but you, I feel like you're paying more from a fucking, from, instead of doing that, like, realistically, anyone who's using an ambulance, like, if you're, his, his whole thing is like, oh, if you have an ambulance, like, you're, you're paying so much more money, but, like, if you have to, someone has to call you an ambulance, you probably need to go to the hospital, no one at a festival or anything is like, oh, this guy doesn't, this guy's dehydrated, let's call him an ambulance and just send him to the hospital. (laughs) Alright, well, whatever. You know what I mean? Well, they don't know he's dehydrated, they probably think, like, this guy just fainted he's he needs an ambulance but maybe he just needs water yeah well you're not gonna find an IV. you're not not some doctor's not gonna be able to be like i'm a doctor this guy's not dying i don't know we'll have to ask yeah there's so many flaws in this we'll, we're coming for you tomorrow buddy thank you guys for sitting down with us we are the weekly sit down good joe night. and joe good night, <laughs> good night guys <laughs>